Welcome to the Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast, and I'm your host, Tiffany Rose, where you'll get a little on mortgage and a lot on mindset. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Mortgage and Mindset. This is your host, Tiffany Rose, and in today's podcast, I want to talk to you about things I wish I knew sooner in my business. So I mind dumped and took everything and wrapped up in a pretty bow and noted it down. I'm going to go through the main ones that really have always been at top of mind. Once I learned it, I never forgot it. And I hope it helps you in your business. In fact, I know it will. So number one, that we are all on a routine, whether we like it or not. So I used to fight the calendar situation. I was like, I'm just a free spirit and I, I like to just do whatever I want. And I don't want anybody to hold me down, which is why I went all commission and why I like to make my own hours and why I got into the lending business because I just have that entrepreneurial free spirit. Well, guess what? If you want to be a top producer, I don't care if it's mortgage lending or any kind of entrepreneurship, you have to work a calendar. You have to be on a routine. So my routine looks like this. I wake up in the morning. I have my 15 minute like focus time, my gratitude. And I do this consistently because remember, we're all on a routine, whether we like it or not. So we all brush our teeth. Most of us take a shower in the morning, or if you take it at night, then then do this routine in the evening. In the morning, I will immediately, when I open my eyes, don't ever judge yourself based on the mood that you're in right when you wake up. So in order to snap yourself out of that worry or that mood, or if you had a bad dream in the middle of the night or something, or you know you have a busy day, I start right off with gratitude. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. And that's part of my routine. Then I get in the shower and I listen to things like Wayne Dyer's, like change your thoughts, change your reality, or think and grow rich, uh, Jen, be a uh, Jen Gottlieb, be seen. I listen to books and I make that my routine where it's just 15 minutes to get me in the practice of gratitude and visualizing my day and a little bit of learning that extra motivation that I need to set myself up for success for that day. Now, when I get to the office, I already have my big rocks for the day because I have a document that I use every single day. And if you want access to that, email support at tiffanyrosecoaching.com. My team can get you a free uh, document over. And it's celebrating your gratitude, which I already do, like clockwork in the shower. And uh, when I'm doing my gratitude and listening to, even when I'm driving, I'm like, Thank you for this beautiful sunny day. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. I just go through everything down to every little detail that I notice, and it really um, improves my mood. So when I get to the office, I have my form that I've already filled out. It has my six big things. This could be anything over and above your normal routine. So of course, picking up the kids from school, like these are the everyday things that maybe some of us have to do. Big rocks are like build out that focused 25 top real estate agents or CPAs or divorce attorneys or whatever business you're in, coming up with a focus group or doing batch work on, you know, I did like 35 videos one time in an hour and a half. I had all the scripts written. I have my system dialed in and I just go on my teleprompter and just boom, boom, boom. And I knock them all out. So whatever those look like to you, you can do one big rock, three, six, I don't care. Line it out, make it challenging because if you don't get done with it, and you don't complete those big challenges, then you assess what got in the way, or maybe you have a pattern of putting too much on your plate and you end up having to move it to the next day. That's okay. So in this case, I recommit, I assess what got in the way, and I make darn sure I keep moving those rocks. I don't start any new ones until I'm done with that list. 
It's the little rituals and routines that you do every single day consistently. That's what moves mountains for you. So second one is, uh, oh, and on that document, by the way, what you celebrate replicates at the end of not the evening, because when I leave this office at five o'clock or six o'clock, whatever it is, I celebrate my wins and successes because I don't know about you, but have you ever felt like you don't get enough done in the day and you just have this list and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so like unproductive celebrating your wins and successes. So if something got in the way because you got a new loan application or you had to work a little extra harder to get that loan closed, that's a win. That's pushing the needle forward, moving the needle in your business. So it's okay. Celebrate those wins and successes. Otherwise, you're always going to feel like you're behind, especially if you set out with the big goals of the big rocks and you don't get those done, you're going to come home feeling defeated. So recognize all the little wins, whether big or small. Now, that's my routine. Now, built into that, I work my pipeline backwards. I do batch work on Friday where I make sure that I have my email nurture sequences built out for the upcoming 12 weeks. I do my 35 videos. I have all my social media done for weeks going forward. And that's my routine. And you know what? You make a crap ton of money doing it. So you serve, you give value, you organize your calendar, you get on a routine, you show gratitude. That's your routine and that's how you make a ton of money. So if you don't like it, then maybe you like being broke better, but you've got to be on a routine. So next one is get every email you can. If Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, wherever you have your following, your subscribers, if they snap their fingers and they change the platform or something haphazard happened, you lost all your followers, it's going to take a long time to find where those people are hanging out now. So get every single email you can. Now, the way you do this is giving away lead magnets, freebies. You can go on Etsy. For example, if you're a mortgage lender, you can go on Etsy and look up first time home buyer checklist. It's like, I think it was like $4 and three cents and, or look up lead magnets for lenders or lead magnets for every kind of business you're in. You can download it. It goes straight into your Canva, which Canva is a dream come true, by the way. If you haven't explored Canva, set your calendar to play around with that for 15 minutes a day for two weeks straight. You'll become an expert. It's so easy to use. Anyways, the lead magnet, let's talk about the first time homebuyer checklist. That goes right into your Canva. You can brand it. You can add your headshot. You can play around with it. Add your website info, your email, whatever it is. So get every email you can by using something called a lead magnet. So this looks like this. Hey, this is Tiffany, mortgage lender with XYZ Mortgage Company. So if you're stuck in the rent cycle, you don't know where to start, let me offer this first time homebuyer checklist to you. Just DM me the word buy or comment below the word buy and my team will send it right over to you. Now you can use Zappy Chat, ManyChat, or you can pay somebody to do the outreach. Or if you're just starting out in your business and you're just learning this whole lead magnet thing, you just have to trust me, you're not going to get 9 million requests for your first time homebuyer checklist. If you get a few of them, great. You learn the flow. You get their email address. You say, great, can I have your email address so I can send this over to you? You capture it. You track it. You stick it in your CRM. They get their freebie with their first time homebuyer checklist. You grab their email. That's how you convert followers into um, actual leads where you have a warm lead and you have an email address because most people, like I had my refi with me at SBC Global forever. I had it for years through the crash, through the, and listen, you know, during 2008, when I was a mortgage lender, I had 
started calling to check on all my clients. And so many of them had landlines back then. We didn't have as much cell phone usage and there were still landlines. I didn't have their email address. I didn't track it. I had their phone number. Their phone numbers were disconnected. That was a really hard time in 2008. Had I had their email address, I would have been able to check in on them, problem solve, send them to loan modification programs, whatever it is. I was in my 20s. We were in the whole NAGAM interest-only world. It was crazy if you're a lender back then. But if I had their email address, I if I had every email address for the leads that I've gotten over the years in my 23 plus years in the mortgage industry, I would have 100,000 people. I, I'd be self-sufficient. Business wouldn't even need to run Facebook ads. I would just keep nurture, nurture, nurture those emails and uh, I would build a huge business. But because I only started doing in, it's in the recent five to 10 years, my email list is 17,000, but really only until the last five years did I start really nurturing them, tracking everything, running Facebook ads, understanding in the last three years, lead magnets. So bottom line is get e every single email you can. Next one, <clears throat> progress equals happiness. Decide to be happy now. It's a choice. If you're always that person that's saying, well, when I get this done, when I close five loans a month, when I pay off my credit card, when my kids get into college, when my daughter starts driving, when my kids get out of diapers, when, 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 all of a sudden you are 70 years old and it's like, where did the time go? And then you're still not happy because then it's like, well, when I win the lottery or when I get my blood pressure under control, it's like, it never ends. So progress equals happiness. That's why it's so important going back to point number one, celebrate your wins and successes because then when it puts you in your good feels, you're going to be able to make more success happen the next day. Next one, the power of your subconscious mind. Our inner child is constantly needing reparenting. So I want you to ask yourself, when your subconscious mind is saying like, I'm not good enough. This couldn't happen to me. I'll never be a top producer. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too new. I'm not good at technology. I want you to tell your subconscious mind a different story. I'm learning is not scary. It's fun. I'm good enough at technology to where I close the loans and I hire a virtual assistant to do the thing that where I'm not the celebrity in, where I'm not the, uh, where it's not my highest and best use. Now ask yourself, would you talk to your best friend or your baby, your child, the way you talk to yourself? We have a crazy way of just bashing ourselves and not practicing self-care, but then we're so nice and kind to others. And, you know, your baby, when they fall, uh, when my baby, I have a three-year-old now, if he falls, if he accidentally pee-pees in his diaper and we're potty training him right now, am I going to yell at him the way that I yell at myself if I don't? Um, do something right if I don't fall through, if there wasn't enough time, if I wasn't organized enough, if I do a slip up and something crazy comes out of my mouth, like, no. So go back and reparent your inner child and like tell you like, it's okay, it's safe. Hey, thank you for showing me anxiety about this public speaking event or doing my first video or this networking event because all you're doing is there to protect me. And so maybe this little anxiety that I'm experiencing from my subconscious mind or my inner child is, just telling me to be prepared and make sure that I'm ready for whatever this journey is, whatever this undertaking is. Your subconscious mind is so powerful that it will constantly tell itself a story all the time when you're sleeping, when you're dreaming, when you're awake, when you're doing anything. As long as you're breathing, your subconscious mind is at hard work. 
You make the choice because your subconscious mind will prove to you. It will absolutely find every single way to prove to you that what it's being told is correct. So if you tell yourself that you're bad at technology, it will keep showing you ways that you are bad at technology. However, if you tell yourself learning is not scary, it's fun, it will keep proving to you how fun it is to break through those challenges, to learn that CRM, to get really, really good at Bonzo or Surefire or go high level, whatever it is, click funnels, whatever it is that you're learning for your landing pages and your CRM. So progress equals happiness and the power of your subconscious mind is insanely powerful. So be very aware of your thoughts. Thoughts are things. Your thoughts will create your destiny. Next one, work more and worry less. If you really studied in your day, how much you sat there and daydreamed in a negative way and just sat there and worried, your to-do list of like 50 things, you probably only got five of them done because the whole rest of the time you were sitting there worried or you were deflecting, you were talking about your husband, your wife, or your neighbor, your coworker, calling someone and venting or scrolling on social media to get that like serotonin, that dopamine that you're looking for, getting that hit to make you uh, out of pain. So if you spent less time worrying and more time just using that as fuel, like F that, I am going to get to work right now and use this this feeling of like victimhood and turn it into empowerment where an empowerment where enough is enough. We have about 80% of our thoughts are worried, negative, like in our day versus 20% of positive and productive. All we have to do is just tip the scales where 51% is positive and productive and that's all you need. Once you create that positive momentum, there's no stopping you. So Pay attention to your thoughts. Again, thoughts are things. Thoughts will create your destiny. So if you're sitting there worried and worried and worried, again, that kind of ties into your subconscious mind where it will find ways to prove that your worry becomes a reality. There's a reason why I believe they talk about this in The Secret, where if you sit in a chair and you just like imagine yourself being so sick, just getting cancer and just or having a heart attack, having a brain tumor, would you ever sit there and focus on that? No, because you know deep down that thoughts are things. So why wouldn't you sit there in a chair for five minutes and visualize yourself at the top of the charts, getting a loan out of nowhere, getting organic video, sorry, organic video that gets you a lead that somebody's like, whoa, you just problem solved something for me that I thought I was stuck on. And now you just showed me a way. You just bridged the gap between where I was stuck and where I want to go. So I want to do that now. Imagine when that happens. You are going to get so much momentum and you're going to stop worrying and you're going to start working more because it's going to become fun. It's going to become a productive, positive experience when you go to work Monday through Friday. If you feel like life and business is a struggle from cradle to grave, you've got to reframe that or else your life is going to pass you by so quick and all of a sudden you're going to be 70 something years old and go, wow, where did the time go? My mom said one time, Tiff, I was just at the junior prom instead of my mom's kind of like, she's the most beautiful tomboy ever, but she's kind of a tomboy. And she said, Tiff, I was just at the car races. She didn't go to her junior prom. She went with her date to the races. And she said, I was just there, junior prom. And she's 70 something now. And she also said, um, because she's gorgeous, she looks like Priscilla Presley, um, how she used to look. And uh, when she was married to Elvis and uh, she had long black hair and everything. And she said, Tiff, 
everybody used to look at me when I'd walk into a restaurant. She's like, nobody looks at me now. And I said, mom, everybody does. I'm like, does that make you sad if, if you feel that way? And she said, I don't care. And she said, you know, the, the old blue hairs, they look at me now, but I don't care about that. But she has a really great sense of humor about it. But the point is, is that life is passing us by and we're procrastinating. We're worried. We're focused on the negative and we're scared of doing that first video or we don't know what to say or scared to make money, um, spend money on Facebook ads and putting money into a, a marketing or investing in a skill that nobody can take away from us because we just focus on the wrong things. So next one is the gap versus the gain. There's a book, Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy, the gap and the gain. When a link breaks, when something happens, I would go straight into the gap. Like, oh my God, I thought I was going to have a hundred people on this and I only have 75 or of course a link's broken. Now what? Now what's going to happen? Focus on the gain. Focus that I used to have zero email list and now I have 17,000. Focus on that I used to have three people in my events and now I have 111. Focus on that I had no coaching course, zero students, and now I have like 83. So focus on that. Um, the gain is always the more you focus on that, the more gratitude, the better you are going to emit uh, positive feelings and you're going to get yourself out of that gap. Now, life is one step at a time kind of approach. So every time you take that one step to the top of the stairs, I want you to celebrate that because one day you're going to look down, you're going to realize you got there one step at a time. If you focus on, but I'm not at the top yet. I only climbed one stair today. It's going to be really hard for you. It's going to be a painful, painful road. So gap in the gain. I encourage you to read that book, by the way, it really, really helped me. And that's, uh, by the way, that's a little bit of inner child, uh, like unworthiness or needing to prove yourself or, um, fighting for attention by being the best and being really, really hard on yourself. It's something that I had to reparent my inner child and really work through is not feeling less than or not feeling like it's too good to be true to happen to me. And when I made that shift, I made millions of dollars. So uh, I encourage you to do that. Next one, we got a few more here. The power of one too many marketing versus one to one. Think about what your one video, even if you have 200 followers on Instagram, and I don't wanna say that's all, but you know what I'm saying. Let's say if you have 200, wouldn't that one video be seen by 50, 100, 200, maybe you get a thousand plays on it. If you do it as a reel, it's not just your followers. It's other people in Instagram that can, it'll pop up on their feed. You might get some new followers from it. You have one message adding value. Imagine that reaching 50, 100, thousands of people versus cold calling, burning up the phone lines, sitting in front of a potential referring partner and saying that same video script, but only to one person. And it takes three hours out of your day and you buy them coffee. The power of one to many is so huge. Every single thing you do in your business during your day, I want you to ask yourself, hmm, is this one to many or is this this one to one? So that concept is huge. Next one. If you are in any business, if you're a mortgage lender listening to this, a real estate agent, please stop doing this. Apply for a loan today or visit my website, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. Nothing is more annoying than somebody saying, visit my website or call me with your mortgage needs. Call me with your questions. Well, what questions do I have? What's my mortgage needs? What's, uh, call me to find out why I'm a better lender than the next guy. What? I literally saw that on a video and I was like, no, 
It was in their bio, as a matter of fact. You don't want to direct people to your website unless, unless you have a freebie, a lead magnet, something that's going to grab their email address, a reason to drive traffic to your website. Like, go to my website for your free first-time homebuyer checklist for a list of things that you need to do to get yourself out of the renting cycle, okay? Or to prepare for that dream home or whatever you want to say as your call to action there. So <laughs> when you say apply for a loan, who's going to actually just apply for a loan? Go on your website without ever talking to you, seeing a video once in a while, and you're probably not being consistent on it, and you're just sending them to your website. That is so unrealistic. The only time you're going to do it, I'm going to say it again, is if there's a pop-up domain where you give them the freebie by collecting their email address, it gets sent off, and a virtual assistant can set all this up for you. Do not say buy my thing on every single video. You add value, and your call to action could be drop a heart if this inspired you. Drop a house emoji if you want to become a real estate investor. Um, drop a you know a prayer hands if this thing I learned at church. You know, I, I learn all kinds of stuff for business at church that I can bring value to my community, right? So whatever it is, just don't say buy my thing all the time, okay? It could be book a call on my calendar link or call me today at blah, 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 or check the link in the bio for the upcoming networking meeting or first-time homebuyer seminar or whatever it is. But be careful to only do that like one to two weeks out of the month. The rest of the time, it's got to be brand awareness and giving value, value, value. So the next one is, I hope that this is resonating with you and always feel free to comment, subscribe, like, because it shows me to do more things like this because my absolute purpose and passion is to help you be the best entrepreneur, the best mortgage lender that you can be. So um, please feel free to comment. So adding value, we talked about that. It should be always coming from a place of service. Now, this is a big one, okay? We got three more here, big one. The next one is niches. The riches are in the niches. If you are speaking to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. So if you hop on and say, hey, this is Tiffany with XYZ Mortgage. Just uh, wanted to hop on and do a video to remind you to call me with any of your mortgage needs. Buy my thing. Visit, for, visit my uh, website. Apply for a loan today. Buy my thing. Buy my thing. And you're speaking to everybody. You're casting out such a big net that nobody's going to understand what questions they even have for you. Like, what is your expertise? They're going to develop a perception about you that's you're just an amateur. So you want to get on there and say things like, top three misconceptions of a first-time homebuyer. Number one, that you have to have perfect credit. Number two, that you have to have a down payment saved up. That is also not true. Number three, that you call a real estate agent first. That is also not true. I am the one that da 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 da, -da okay? Book a call if, or drop a house emoji if this inspired you, or whatever you want to say. But in your niche that you're speaking to is somebody that's stuck in the rent cycle. It's a potential first-time homebuyer that doesn't know how to save enough money for down payment, build up their credit, and here you are, lo and behold, that's telling them, guess what? You don't have to do that. So you're problem solving, and you're doing it in a niche. You can do this for VA loans, DSCR loans, bank statement loans for self-employed people. There's so many niches and the riches are in the niches. If you don't have a niche, Alex Hermosi says, Alex Hermosi says, you will get niche slapped. Okay. So if you're speaking to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. Now this ties into your personal branding, not your companies. So when I'm talking about your colors, your fonts, your tone, and this is the last one here, talking about your personal branding, 
you always want to have your pillars, what you're known for, like being a runner, a foodie, a book person. Now you pair your pillars with your niches and you've got a personal brand, not your companies. Now the, the final thing is when you figure out your personal brand and what you stand for and you blend that with your niches, there's something called lexicon words. It's words that you always drop in there. So for me, some of mine are, I have about like 15. I won't name them all. Mindset, value, universal things like law of attraction, um, believing in yourself, law of action, um, send a wish upon a star, do the work and you'll go far. I talk about that quote from one of my favorite Sia songs all the time. Strategy, like not just throwing a video against the wall and seeing if it sticks. What's the consistent strategy that you're going to have for the next 30, 60, 90 days to create that echo for your business for the future? Purpose, passion, mortgage, mentor, mastermind. I talk about all of these lexicon words all the time. So if you can nail down these things that nobody ever told me in my business, I had to read books. I had to pay thousands of dollars in coaching. I had to go think outside the box, outside of the lending world to figure out like, how can I create a UVP, an unmatched value proposition? Like, what is my value? How am I going to stand out and be unique? These are things that I wish I knew sooner in my business. So I hope this was helpful to you. Please make sure you rate it a five stars, like, comment, um, look at all the, the, uh, the different testimonial videos I have on the bottom of this. If you're listening to this on my Mortgage and Mindset podcast, um, there's testimonials, there's ways to connect, upcoming events if you want to hear more things like this to make your business blow up just as mine did. So thank you so much. I'm honored that you listened all the way through to the end and I will see you on the next one.